It's Obi, Chloe, and Slater. This is our unfiltered version of the podcast where we've got this full interview with Kimberly Perry. You know her from the band Perry, but now doing work solo. We had the chance to recently debut her new song, If I Die Young Part 2, and catch up with her. Yeah, and this is always that fun part right before they get on the line with us. If I die old, bury me in cotton, so it's soft on my wrinkly ass body. It's honestly, that's the fabric of our life. Did you know that? Cotton? Yeah, the touch, the feel. The touch. You don't remember that. Cotton. Chloe has no idea. I, I you guys, <clears throat> you remember that? 98% of the time. Old marketing campaigns. You talk, I have no idea what you're talking about. Of cotton. Yeah. What's up? Hey. Hey. How are you? I, I heard you saying you're um, burying me in cotton. If and I, I was die like, old. I know. I want, well, we all are at this point, apparently. Um, <laughs> but I want to do that thing on TikTok where it's like, if I die young, bury me in blank. Because everybody has a different desire. Oh, yeah. I love it. Cheeto puffs. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dead body would just eat those somehow. <laughs> I love Cheeto puffs. I know. It's like, bury me in unicorn yeah. glitter. I've there seen that nice. Oh, my goodness. Well, Kimberly Perry, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that girl. Hey, thank you so much for making the time for us today. Like, it's a, it's a big deal to have you on. And uh, I, I guess before we even start with anything... How are you? How's mental health? How's how's family? How's life? I'm so good. I mean, the last couple of years have been really transformative for me. I know post-COVID for everybody, it's like all of our lives in some way look different now than they did mm-hmm. before. Um, for me, that's been for the better because that gave me a really interesting pause to kind of take stock of my life and my creative, to be honest, and go like, wait, why does nothing feel exactly like home to me right now um and i actually met my husband in october of covid down in texas um so we have a bit of a covid romance we eloped eight months later moved to nashville now we're having a baby so so much life has really um come into being in the last two years and yeah i've done a lot of therapy alongside of it so (laughs) i'm i'm a big fan um so mental health feels like it's in a really a beautiful spot right now but with work you know yeah good well and the baby's due in august right oh my gosh late august last week of so um, how are you feeling I feel good. The first trimester was murder. Like you always see these little movies where they're like, oops, I just puked, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was, it was not that cute. It was not that cute <laughs> for me. Um, the second trimester has just been all my energy's back. We've gotten to do some travel and just get back to work. So good. so far, so good. We're doing mama and career at the same time, which is fun. Good. Well, you look great. You look literally incredible. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so well, much. Well, let's let's talk about those two, right? Mama and careering. I mean, right now you've got new music out. We just had an opportunity to listen to uh, this part two, this rendition that you did that uh, that you, you even caught me when I said, "If if I die old, bury me in cotton." Uh, but what what is it like now doing this work solo? It's amazing. I mean, you know, it's cool because everybody's lives are in a really good place. Like Rita and Neil are both engaged and or about to get married. I'm talking like in two weeks, Rita's getting married. Um, So it's cool to know that like everybody's taken care of as the big sister. I've always felt the weight of that responsibility. But it's been really interesting to go from like daughter and sister 
to wife and mother. Um, and it's just <laughs> a bit, it's a different sense of confidence and ownership for me, to be honest. And I think it really has been the confidence booster to, to really jump in and make this solo project and go like, no, this is exactly how I see my world right now. This is exactly who I am. Let me figure out how to sing about that. Yeah. With, with your life changing through being pregnant, have you jumped into songwriting, maybe with a diary or a journal, however you do? So that way, like, the funny thing is, what you go through now will come out in song maybe next year. But you'll right. be able to share that at that point with your baby. Which I'm so excited. I mean, baby is now a part of all the songwriting sessions and these sets that we're starting to play to set everything up. Um, but baby was not with us during the writing of this first half of the Bloom project. This project's going to roll out in several pieces. The first EP um, is out in June. And Baby was not around for those five songs. I'm saying baby because we are not, in, we're keeping gender private right now. So mm. I know it sounds weird to call it. <laughs> no, um, that's okay. That's it's okay. It's really hard for me to not give it away because I'm so excited. Um, but Baby was not around for the first five. And I think that that's why the first five tracks on Bloom, they're really about creating the space for life to exist. And sometimes that means like leveling the full playing field of your life. It means burning everything down to build it back up. Um, so that is definitely where my mind and heart were uh, of the majority of last year and the first part of this year as we've been creating it. I'm so excited to now in real time be making the second half of this project um, for everybody to hear, yeah, like in the fall. So let's talk about If I Die Young Part 2, right? Because If I Die Young, I think it was released back in 2010. Where did the inspiration come from where you're like, okay, I want to rewrite this song? So I was having coffee with a really good friend of mine. Um, I actually sold the publishing on If I Die Young towards the end of last year. Well, I guess it would have been a year and a half ago now. Okay. And we were having coffee just celebrating that we're like co-caretakers of where this song goes from here. And she just asked me, she was like, have you ever thought about rewriting the verses, but you're the girl over a decade later that didn't die young and really writing it from that perspective wow. and everything that you've experienced and all the things that have come into your life mm -hmm. since then. And it was just like this light bulb moment. And I was like, I mean, I, I absolutely have to do that. Wow. I love that. Well, can I, can I ask about your man? Like, like your man. So you said that you guys had a chance to meet in Texas during the pandemic, right? Yeah. <laughs> so now that you're full steam ahead, getting back on schedule and everything like that, like how has he acclimated to that life? You know what? He is like the perfect partner for me. And again, wow. I think we knew that instinctively because it moved very, very quickly. Um, at the moment that we had met too, we both knew exactly what we were not looking for. Um, we had seen a lot of that on both of our experiences. So I think we really just we're like two magnets that found each other. And so as life is unfolding now and we're in the practical side of like, who's going to take care of the house while we're on the road, you know, <laughs> and even on the road, like he, he has been in music his whole life. Um, he was a guitar player. He was in a punk rock band down in Austin, Texas, when I met ah. him. Um, so he kind of knows the road life and all of that. And it's just been really amazing to see how without, a lot of even discussion. We have just kind of found our roles to keep house and music alive. <laughs> I love that. Is he yeah. going to be performing with you since he 
can play guitar. Uh, what was he? Who's a guitar player? He's a guitar player. Yeah. I mean, I've tried to like loop him into guitar or bass, but I think he will probably be holding baby. Yeah. That's good. That's, <laughs> yeah. Baby, you stay here. I'm going to go shred. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what, exactly. a, what a privilege, though. Aww. What a privilege. <laughs> Yeah, so we're cool. so excited. So it's funny because I'm 26, so I am not uh, married yet, a mom, but Obi and Slater, they both have kiddos. And we've talked about this off air of like, who do you think the favorite parent is in your household? Or who do you think, <laughs> what kid goes to which parent for what? I am for sure going to be the pushover parents. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have had one little test run with our toy poodle. And I've decided, like, Johnny's like, you cannot keep feeding her table scraps just because she's begging for them, you know? And I was like, but we've been gone all day. Like, she right. needs to we love her. <laughs> um, so if any of that is a bit of our pre-parent test, yeah, he'll he'll be the authority and I will be the full pushover. Um, I'm trying to get better about it, to be honest, but that's our role as of it. where it stands now. Ask me in a year. <laughs> okay. okay, okay, okay. All right, uh, if you're cool with it, we'd love to throw a couple questions your way just to get some really honest responses. It's a really great way for the audience to kind of know a little bit deeper on Kimberly. And so one of them is, would you say you're easy to get along with? I think I'm extremely easy to get along with, yeah. Okay, love Slater? that. If you had a movie based on your life from where you are now to the past, say, 15 years... Who would play that if it was TV or a movie? Oh, who would play it? Or would you play yourself? Um, no, I'm a terrible actor, I've decided. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think who I would want to play me. I mean, I love Sydney Sweeney. Okay. Oh. Can I say that? I just think mainly because she, she's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I always like that. Like people that look like a shoe and they're like, Brad Pitt would play me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying I look like a shoe? No. No, <laughs> no Brad Pitt would do a terrible job playing you, Kimberly. <laughs> it would not be good. <laughs> okay. And then uh, your favorite place to vacation? Oh, that would have to be um, Kyoto, Japan. Wow. We did that wow. one time. We got to go over and play for the troops wow. uh, in Okinawa and we shot down to Kyoto and I was like, okay, I could live here. I could I could definitely stay around. That's incredible. How long were you there for? Um, about a week. Wow. Yeah, it was really cool. So cool. Okay, okay. So I've got a question for you, and that is do you have a theme for the baby's room? Ooh, good one. We do. Um I, we'll call it denim. Love it. Denim, okay. Love it. Okay. Like that. And I think I know the answer to this one. But when it comes to the baby, there's a lot of people on social media that they'll just blur the baby's face and not have yeah. baby being a part of it. What's your stand on it right now before baby's born? Johnny and I were actually talking about this at breakfast today. And I was like, you know, I guess we'll just do the thing that everybody does where you put the cute little heart mm. over mm -hmm. their yeah. face. But to be determined, if this is an active conversation for us right now. Okay. Okay. Awesome. I want to thank you so much for your time. Like, we've really enjoyed this. And uh, and you look fantastic. I mean, thank for so real. Like, Seriously, you're glowing. Is, you have got like, yeah. mom glow. Not at all shoe-like. shoe on a Louboutin, nope. right? <laughs> I love it. You're a beautiful okay. boot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you. You guys are the best. Yeah. Thank you. And to the future, anything you need from us, please don't hesitate. Yes. And Thanks. congratulations on a Fi Die Young Part 2. Yeah. And sweet baby will be here in August. Love, Love you guys. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. See Bye. Him.